I'm still trying to do to be passionate about the things I'm passionate about. Still trying to have the positive spirit that that I was that my mother instilled in me uh, to keep moving forward despite the conflicts or the battles and, and, and the ups and downs of life. This is Wine, Women, and Revolution with your host Heather Warburton. Hi, and welcome to Wine, Women, and Revolution. I'm your host, Heather Warburton, coming at you here on our new home of Create Your Future Productions. And I'm loving my new home here, And but I figured it was time to catch up with an old friend on my new network. If you followed me back in the days, you know I had on a couple of times Mr. Henry Hank Green, and when he ran for mayor, I uh, supported and endorsed him. And now it's probably been a long time since we've talked, Henry. How long has it been? Man, it's been it's too long. It's been too long. I'm happy to just, you know, man, feel your spirit. That feel like you feel like you're happy. I was looking at your pictures the other day, your anniversary. That was really cute. <laughs> yeah, we took. I needed a vacation so badly. I just needed some relaxation. So that was good. <laughs> that was cool, though. I, you know, what I mean, I really like those pictures. I like the tux. <laughs> the tux was tight. <laughs> uh, so, you know, everybody knows what I've been doing. I've been launching this new network. But what have you been up to? You've been a busy man, too, right? Uh, well, um, kind of, sort of. It's, it's, um, it's been kind of hectic. Uh, this virus, this pandemic, this coronavirus has changed our lives completely and, and how things have been going. And it's really it's been really frustrating and, and um it's been bad, really. Um, it hasn't been good. A lot of good people that I've known have passed um, throughout this process, and um, it, it hasn't been good. You know what I mean for for a lot of people that I know, and, and, and you know things like that. Um, but I, what we can do is just keep moving forward and try to move forward. I keep trying to be positive and optimistic. I mean about um, what's to come in the future. Some things, some you know, it's been hard, man. You know what I mean? I've been in the uh, depression, battling depression, and all of this stuff, and it's been difficult. Um, yeah, but what you know, I've always been taught is that you know what I mean when you fall down, you know what I mean. As long as you get back up, you know what I mean. It, it, you know. That's all you can do, really, at the end of the day. So we well, get back up. I'm swinging again and trying to um, take my best step forward and, and, and build on some things. Um, f- I'm far from um, where I would like to be physically, mentally, and everything um, at the end of the day. But um, I'm still trying to do to be passionate about the things I'm passionate about. I'm still trying to have the positive spirit that that I was that my mother instilled in me. Um, to keep moving forward despite the conflicts or the battles and, 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 the, and the ups and downs of life. And, um, and, and and just be honest to yourself and be honest about whatever it is that you're doing. You know, I'm being honest right now. And so um, with that, um, you know, we try, I try to do some positive things. Me and my friend Kevin Hall, we had once, once on WOND for seven years. And now we're taking on this new podcast and we're trying to build upon us. We do on a Facebook live. It's not even a, a real podcast podcast yet. We're trying to build it and, and, and um, get some backing and support and, and making that the best it can be. But we're doing what we, what we, what we have, you know, trying to be res, uh, resourceful. I think that's my big, best quali- quality is resourcefulness and uh, especially in troubling times and hard times. And I've been able to um, we've been able to put together some really good shows on AC four one one. You have to check it out. Um, 
is on Henry Hank Green, but you're gonna see it real soon under his own name of AC411. And I'll be reaching out, I'll be doing normal promotions and things like that. Um, but it's really been getting a great response. Um, a lot of hits and shares on Facebook and things like that. Um, I don't even know about those things. This is what people are telling me. So I don't even know how you even see those things or, or, or know those things. But, uh, yeah, I've seen some of your episodes, too. That was one of the first things I wanted to talk about was, you know, it's really great seeing you and Kevin back together again, because I always love the dynamic of the two of you together. You know, when Kevin's being a little skeptical, when you're being passionate about things and Kevin's kind of sitting back being a little like cynical, like, what are you doing, Henry? <laughs> you know, I love the two of you together. <laughs> well, you know what? That's the dynamic and the beauty of the dynamic of, you know, we, this is why um I am so passionate. Kevin and I go through our ups and downs and because we, we, we're battling a lot of different things with being in Atlantic City, saying the things we're saying, having this platform and expressing our views. And it comes with a lot of backlash, you know what I mean, a lot of times. And many people don't understand that and know that, especially with the growth in our city and trying to uh, be great and have a family and take care of your family, your bills and your responsibility and still be true to your community and be an advocate and things like that. And then have to fight a get uphill battle against the people who you think that should be uh, understanding where you're coming from and supporting you. Um, and it's been, it's been difficult. And, um, but, but Kevin has been great. He showed me um, so much, he showed the confidence that he had in me and my ability to be able to uh, translate to uh, media or to the radio and things like that from an advocate, from, from you know, uh, someone that's working with children and things like that to this particular platform. And it was, um, I, you know, I don't know what he saw, but um, he helped me along. He still have faith in me and believe in me even when I'm out of control sometimes on the show. And, um, but I, I, you know, he's, he's told me, he showed me a lot and you know what I mean? And I appreciate the opportunity to, to, to give me this platform to be able to try to share some of this stuff with the community and with people that I, you know, with ideas and things that uh, I'm passionate about. Right. You can see that you guys just have such a mutual respect for each other. You know, a little mutual admiration society there, which Martin I think. Martin and Malcolm. <laughs> oh, there you go. They say Martin, you know what I mean? Or, or Abbott and Costello. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I wanted to, you know, one thing that I think everyone knows from your run for mayor in Atlantic City or just hearing you speak, you are passionate about Atlantic City. That's that's your home. You know, that's your baby. That's where you grew up. And there's a lot going on in Atlantic City that I uh, hoped we could dive into a little bit here today. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it's a lot. It is my home and I do love it. I do care about it. I'm just as passionate about it as anyone else. Uh, you know, I would love the world to see it for the beauty that it has been and that what it could be. Um, I, I think our, 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 our sites are very, the bar is set real low at this moment for the community, for our, as a whole. And we have to have bigger and better expectations for everyone. Um, our children, our schools and everyone else have to be held to a higher esteem to expect excellence. And if we striving for excellence and you fall somewhere in between, it's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. Um, but um, that, I think that's where we're lacking now, where we're having a dummy down effect where people don't want people to, um, to, to baby, they want to control people. They want people to be docile and controllable and not involved and not speak their voice, you know what I mean? And not, you know, have a, a to be able to think for themselves and to make decisions, you know, to be able to hold folks accountable. And so I've seen too much of that 
and that's what ran, pushed me to run, you know what I mean, um, all of those other times that I ran. Well, I guess that's the big question. Are, are you going to be running again? Well, I, I feel like it's unfinished business, personally. And I believe that um, it's a certain culture that has been laid and has a foundation in the city and it's been laid. And, and as long as people from that core value of how to politics should be ran and things should be done in the city, Atlanta city has the same understanding and mentality that it will continue probably to operate in, in that manner. And uh, I think, you know, now the best time right now to be able to, to jump in and do some things would be why the state's in there. And, and so you can change some of the, the, the things like um, police um, having a, a law or something saying that they can't live in the, they ha they can live outside the city when they probably should be living in the city and being a part of the city and things like that. But they say that, excuse me, there's some type of law or some type of thing where that can happen. But if you can take over a whole city and control the whole city, then you can change a law about some police moving in and out of the city. I know that's something that could be simply done. If the state can have that type of power to take over someone's civil service and people in the, in the city of Atlanta City don't even have civil service at the end of the day um, and, 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 and no protection for their jobs and the rest, everybody else in the state of New Jersey have civil service, but the people in Atlantic City don't have no civil service. How discriminatory is that? You know, how unequal is that? And then to say that you can't have, you don't have the power to make some police or whoever that works in the city of Atlantic City, make sure that if they work here, they live here, you know what I mean? They, they you know, they, they pay some taxes and living in the city of Atlantic City and things like that. And so- Right, laws are written by people. people. It's people that can change those laws. Like they're just something written on paper. You can write something else on a piece of paper and make the police have to be accountable to a community that they live in rather than who knows where they're from and what they're doing when they go home at night. Right, but I, you know, I think it applies that, you know, when they, they try to make these, you know, oh, this law, you know, throw this law out here. I'm like, hold up, you just did a bunch of laws that contradicted the law. You can't tell me that we can't change this law if you just did all of these different things. You didn't put a pilot in place, you know, taxes. Everyone's supposed to be taxed equally, but yet the casinos have a, a, a unstable set a tax base for them that they're only going to pay a certain amount of taxes. And then the residents and the business owners have to figure out if the city needs more money, how to get it out of them. You know, things like that. So that's unfair and unequal. There's a lot of unequal things that are going on in Atlantic City as far as the revenue that is um, coming to the city and actually where it's going and how it's being utilized. Um, a lot of money is being utilized from CRDA and whoever, AC, Devco, into this new Stockton thing. And, you know, when people want to know about that, you know, how does that benefit actually the people who live where I live at? You know, that just walking around like me, who the people who's paying taxes, people who's paying rent. But people just buying these, you know, these high packs of cigarettes and things that they prices that they jacking up gas and these tolls. How does that how do those things translate back to them and helping them at the end of the day? Because I, only, I don't see it, that happening being on the ground. Right. Like a lot of this stuff, like the Stockton and the tourism section sounds a lot more like gentrification than it is actually helping the people in the city. It sounds more like oh. it's hurting the people in the city than helping. It's all about contracts and, 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 and land usages and people getting kickbacks. The jokers from AC Dev Cole and all those guys from Christie that they put at the head of that particular organization and whatnot. And they're getting that free money from Creta, our money, 
to 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 flip that money. They hustling for real. They hustling the state and everything, using other people's money, using our money right here at Creta to flip, to buy land and different things, South Jersey gas for Stockton and all of these other things like that. They own the land now. You know what I mean? And we pay for it basically, but they own it. Right. And they're gonna make the profits off it, not people and like us. Make the profits <laughs> off of it. So what's the city what's the benefits for the city? I don't even think they have a real clear cut plan on how to um inject Atlantic City students into Stockton or to Atlantic City itself into that property or anything over there. You know, what, what's the idea of including the, the, the community, especially since it's way on the other end of the town? Right. And you know we I mean? saw like what this model looks like in Camden. You know, there's like this walled city almost for all the businesses. And it's like a little campus that's a city unto itself surrounded by the rest of Camden. And it doesn't do anything for the people of Camden. And it sounds like Atlantic City is like following that model and not in any sort of good way. Every wrong thing they did in Camden, it seems like they're trying to do in Atlantic City. Well, when you have no opposition, no leadership opposition, or the, the couple of people like you know, that, that, do, that have been fighting against it, really fighting against it, um, and they've been pointed out for years. This is how I learned about it. You know, it's the only certain people's pointing out, talking about what the state was doing and how it was a civil rights violation and all the things that they were doing. And then me learning for myself, um, reading some of the statutories and laws um, that they put in place with this particular pilot program was based off of the Camden program. And the fact that no one really objected to everything that the state was doing, they basically signed off on everything. But where they get caught up is that you signed off on it. It doesn't say that the state made me do this they said these are the things we want done you guys voted on it and said check yes 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 you know what i mean when you could have said no 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 because that's all marty and everybody else kept saying we can't do anything the state has the power to do what it wants so you could say no to it but the state you got the power then now do what you do so the state ultimately is off the hook because none of them said no all of them said, yeah, it looked like they were okay with it, and it was their decision. You can't go back five years later and be like, well, it doesn't say on here nowhere that stayed anything. It said that you checked yes, you checked yes, you said yes, you said yes. You guys put this in under your name and signed off on it. And no, It doesn't say nothing about the state or no one in the state. He said nobody. Right. So you didn't quite so answer my like, question of, are you running again? You know, you've got a lot of uh, changes you want to say. Are you going to be uh, on the ballot next year for people to vote for you and vote for these changes you want to say? I don't know what what I have. I, I have I haven't made that decision. But what I have been thinking about was. Establishing the Green Party in Atlantic City. Right. You, we know uh, I'm affiliated with the Green Party. And I wanted to reach out to you to make sure before I do anything that we establish the Green Party and walk through it and, and, and have our platform and go through the city and talk to people about the platform of the Green Party and what the expectations that they would have. If I was to run as a candidate, these would be the expectations of the types of things that I have listed out of, you know what I mean, what Green Party is about. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and it's about all of us collectively having input, sharing different things and building um, a framework uh, and, and, and a body that represents all of us as a whole. And, you know, the equalities, you know, of course, some of the, the, the equalities of things of, of uh, minorities uh, um, will be at the forefront of a lot of the issues. But at the end of the day, 
you know, any poor person is, is going to agree to, to the types of things that we're talking about. Any liberal, fair-minded person would agree to the platform that we're talking about, I mean, equality, justice, climate change, um, you know, LBG, fair, fairness for, for LBG, let people to be who they are, what they want to be, how they want to live, who cares? Um, yeah, I think we're going to have to have some conversations off the air because uh, you may not be the only green running in the Atlantic uh, County area next time around, uh, you know. So, so what do we, well, <laughs> I'm just saying it's time to build Atlantic City and Atlantic County Greens and build around both of those those, those agendas. And I could I would definitely need your help to get started. And I would like to have your help to get started and getting that rolling and, and sharing those that uh those qualities because the Democrats are falling apart and falling out in in this area. They're not to be trusted. Um, and so, and, and people don't trust them. They just don't know what they got to do right now, given that, you know, what they have on, on, on the list. But if we can start creating a good list of uh, a slate of individuals to run uh, for in, in, in that third column or first column, however they want to put us, wherever you want to put us, because I think the light will shine if we start earlier. The light will shine definitely bright, so bright on us. You know what I mean? Of what we're trying to do and the type of people that we're trying to put. You know what I mean? Expose mm -hmm. and, and and bring together. In this, and you know what I mean? As one, we can we can change a lot of things. We can unseat. We can change all the seats, school board seats, everything. And but we're just talking about the vision that we. You know what I mean? A, a, a unified vision that we are and the platform that we already have working. Yeah, I'm but, down for it. I, but maybe, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The, the answer is maybe. <laughs> but it sounds promising. It sounds like you are not done with politics in Atlantic City by a long well, shot. <laughs> I think that you can you can probably get, there's a lot of stuff that maybe you can get done with if you get the, the other people, the right people in the right places. And um, everyone is, um, everyone don't have that same vision that's the, the one that's clouded in our area. There are other people who feel like I feel, um, who just believe that they need an opportunity to get in and they can do something and, 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 and bring a different energy and a different aura that really that affects everyone in the community that wants to um, rise up and, 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 and build our community and that, that makes us better on every level, no matter what you're doing. Not saying anybody, but, but you know, all right, we could all do more and be better, and, and, and you know, what I mean, and want more and want better and have better expectations of what's um, supposed to be for us. A lot of right. times they don't have expectations for things, but I'm the person to say, oh no, 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 it's it's your right to 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 be provided with a proper education for your child and the proper services for this and the proper representation for that. You know what I mean? That's just how it's just naturally supposed to be. You shouldn't have to work for it or demand or beg for these particular things. Right. It should and just be your rights for being a person. You're a person right. you have certain rights. And that's not something that you should have to negotiate for. Oh, please recognize me as a person. Fuck that shit. <laughs> and, and, and that's what you got a lot of people doing. Did you see that video of all those Trump cars driving through Pleasantville and stuff like that? <laughs> No, but I actually saw them one day. I was in uh, Absecon, uh, which for my listeners who don't know is right outside probably. of Atlantic City. And I must have seen probably 20 big trucks, like lifted big trucks, driving down the pike, which is uh, the black or the white horse pike there in Absecon, blocking traffic with Trump flags, blaring music. I was scared. Like I was reaching out to people like, is there like a takeover happening? Like are these they, people about to cause violence? They came through Pleasantville. 
Yeah. They came through Pleasantville and the guys and girl, they got it on video. They started fighting, grabbing. They one guy broke one of the guys' windows and they got little little somebody talking about it in the paper today. One of the guys, um, the young boy, young kids who I guess broke the lady's window and stuff like that. They must have caught them charged them or something like that uh, but of course these people that are driving around creating a nuisance aren't getting charged like it's they like were trying to excite something. like <laughs> why are you trying to just go make your vote if you feel that you love him like that go make your vote you're not going to change nobody's mind who already hates this guy right i already you know? got my i already voted already you know i put my vote in the mailbox like my vote's locked in you're not going to change my opinion you're just doing this for yourself at this point in time i mean what's today tuesday yeah, we're recording this on uh, Tuesday the 13th. Oh, today's the last day for voter for registration. Yep. So, so by the time people hear this, it'll already be too late for voter registration. But, oh, you know, you my. can. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, yeah, we were kind of a little late for that then. But, um, yeah, today's the last day for voter registration. So we just got to keep on banging people, telling people to turn their ballots in, make sure that your address is, um, you have the right address. You know, check. Maybe you might want to call the county or the clerk's office and, and check and see what you have down for your address if you moved or, you know, something, you know, something crazy has happened different. You know, right. You know, yeah. The post office is acting, it is kind of funny right now. Yeah, I it's taking forever. Check, That's why I mailed mine so early. Yeah, I sent this money order off, man. I'm still waiting. The lady going to call me back complaining about this money. And I'm like, man, I've dropped that thing in in, in the mailbox. Right. That's so, another thing that people, you know, they're defunding the postal this, system. She's this lady for the election because um, I didn't file the last time when, when I ran. She charged me money because she couldn't find me. I don't know what it, whatever it was, but because they were investigating Frank Gilliam, I had to send him my stuff or whatever it is. So I never sent, you know, when I finally sent it to her, she's like, oh, well, you got to find now. For what? They find you uh, for running before? Is that what you just said? I, she find me because she couldn't find me. She sent the sheriff to my mom's house and everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that's so pretty... We came up with a little fine or whatever it is. Because I told her, well, you know what? I'm a right to a hearing then because I'm the only one that probably got a fine out of this whole deal because you mad because you probably couldn't get your report in the time or whatever it is that you're going to find me when really you just, you know, I didn't make no money. I didn't get no, you know, so, but I said, I, I, but she said, oh, you right, you right. You only owe this amount, 280 something, but whatever it was, I, I, I got the money order and was stamped it, whatever it is, I put it in the mailbox. And I was wondering if the mailbox, maybe the mailbox ain't even working. I don't know what's going on. All I know is. Well, you should not be fined for having run huh? for off. You should not be paying fines for having run for office. Like you should set up a GoFundMe for this or something. You should not be on the you hook. Find me for that thing. And I don't know what's happening or what she's going to ultimately do if she don't, if it don't ultimately arrive there. So. Yeah, it sounds like you need to uh, set up a GoFundMe to raise money for that. Because if you're getting fined because you ran for office in the past, because you didn't even do anything wrong. It was somebody else who, you know, was doing something wrong. She just couldn't get in touch with me. And she's gotten in touch with everybody else. And so she, I guess that she was, she was, you know, whatever. She was taking it out on you. (laughs) She just was like, where's this guy? I've been reaching out, looking for you. I was like, well... 
I didn't have no money, so <laughs> well, you need. I had to do something, send her something. I don't know, saying I didn't have no money, I didn't get no money. But I did that part. Then she said, "Well, you still, I'm still finding you this amount of money." Uh. So I was like, ah. But anyway, yeah, that was something crazy <laughs> right. uh, with this with the election. So some, but but something that I'm gonna have to deal with. Because I right, because people maybe just don't like your vision and what you're saying. You know, you're you always get pushed back on what you're no, saying. I, she just didn't get that check. That's all she was waiting on, and that's what it's really about. I just got to clear it up and get that money to her. Really, I, like I said, I already sent it, but I don't have two hundred eighty-seven dollars. Another two hundred eighty-seven dollars just sitting around. I got my receipt. Right. You know, so, but um. So yeah. do you want to talk any more about, uh, you know, the former mayor of Atlantic City and what's going on with uh, Steve Young and uh, all kinds of stuff going on in Atlantic City? Well, former, well, I think um, I haven't heard much about um, Mayor Gilliam. I guess he's uh, going through his thing. I know he was, uh, um, I guess they postponed his, his case and whatever's going on with him. So hopefully he works that out. Um, Steve, um, he's no longer part of the... Um, Democratic Party, he's in, dropped them. Uh, said they haven't had no respect for black folks, and you know, in this area, they've taken advantage of them. Um, they use them, and you know, a bunch of other uh, accusations. But he resigns from some of his posts from Atlantic City and um, Atlantic County Democrats. And um, besides that, I think he has a case going on with where for the expressway with uh, Black Lives Matter. Him and the young, him and the expressway seven, um, as they call themselves. They, that uh, they actually went out onto the expressway during a protest and right. gotten and some trouble for that. for that. So with Steve, so I know they still have that. That's ongoing. Him and the mayors are bumping heads with that that particular issue. Uh, there's a big thing going on tonight at the school board meeting. Uh, so I'm waiting to hear about that. There's a school board uh, race also. There's a nice school board race where we're looking forward to having some of the school board candidates probably on our show. Um Sometime this week, maybe um, as early as to as on the what's tomorrow's date? The fourteenth. Fourteenth. So um, sometime this week, I'm really looking forward to having some of the candidates that are running for school board in Atlantic City on our show. We get a chance to talk with them. And um, the last couple of shows that we had on AC four one one were pretty interested. Uh, were pretty interesting. Uh, we had Tom Forkin on. Also, where we had Celeste Fernandez on. Yeah, she's um, running for freeholder this year, right? Yes. So um, we have her on. And who is see, um, with some of these topics and issues that are going on? We want to be on top of those things. We've been talking about a lot of um, um, the news with Donald Trump, where I don't necessarily want to talk about his COVID or anything like that. I want to talk about the Supreme uh, Court. I'm, I'm hearing that's going on and how they um, change the rules as usual. You will say one thing and with Obama, the black man, they say he can't have no, uh, no justices in the, an election year. And they pulled the old scripture on them. And right now, but I'm just so upset with Democrats because they don't have no fight in them. You know, what can they do? I don't know, but they should, should try to figure out something. Maybe they shouldn't have showed up. None of them should have just let them have the hearing by themselves and let all of them show up. And none of them show up to the, to, to, to the hearing. And, and just America know that first you say what you say and then 
nobody, none of the Democrats show up and talk about none of that mess. You know what I mean? Like they did this. This is what they said last time. And this is how it's supposed to be, period. You know what I mean? And ain't none of us showing up and no, no, no Democrats won't be here. And if you do that, then you this is what you, you, you've done the American people wrong. And they see how wrong you are. And then once they do it, you go on to your and then y'all go on attack. Well, you know what I mean? For, for, you know, right. after that. But, you know, I've heard I forget who made the quote. I wish I could remember. But, you know, it's Democrats aren't they call themselves the resistance, but they're not the resistance. They're the assistance. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, whatever they're doing right now basically said, why why even fight it then if you're not even going to fight it? Why just step or get the hell out the way and let them go do what they want to do? You yeah, know, I think and, that's a big you know, thing is you've got to stand by what you say. You know, if you say you believe in something, then you've got to show up for it. And that was one of the things with Steve Young. Like, people are saying not so pleasant things about Steve Young. But do you know how many things I've been to that I've seen Steve Young at? You know, how many events, how many marches, how many we go to freeholder meetings. I've seen him on the ground doing stuff that I haven't seen any of these other people at, you know, <laughs> like the chairman of the Atlantic and this is County uh, Democrats. So much. What have you seen him at? You know, That's what have you have seen him at? Them. Even the rest, the rest of those Democrats ain't in the streets doing nothing. Right. Where yeah. <laughs> You know exactly. I mean? All these issues, concerns, whatever it is, like you said, you see Steve and all of these things. So those people are not even the people. They, these people are just people that are punched to, you know, like, you know, to other individuals uh, for the most part. Steve's in, he's in the fight. He's everywhere. He, at least he's there. He's on the ground. He's participating. For those other people who are saying what they're saying, I don't think that no one's perfect. But the fact that um, as if he's 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 a monster. Nah, he's not far from it. Right. I remember there was a freeholder. The freeholders in Atlantic County were going to pass this really bad um, policy that kind of supported ICE and was very derogatory towards immigrants. And the immigrant community asked people to come and show up. And Steve Young was there. You know, Steve Young got up and he spoke and. I was appalled at how few people showed up to support the immigrant community that day. But Steve Young was there. So, you know, mm -hmm. he he should get credit for that, you know, that he's always there. And and so, you know, with that, like, you know, sometimes some stuff I might not necessarily agree with, but I'm not going to turn my back on Steve. Nah, mm -mm. He's, he's too valuable to our community to, to do so when, you know what I mean? when stuff get thick for him that everybody's take off running, you know? So you have, he needs supporters and I'm one of those supporters. So Yeah. I'll always give him credit for, Hey, you know, I think you've got to be an activist before you can be a community leader before you can hold office. You've got to be an activist first and he's an activist first. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I don't know. Um, I'll, other than that, it's, there's, there's a lot of stuff really happening in Atlantic City. There's really no real good transparency with the using the coronavirus as an excuse to not open up the, the coffers or the, to, to see what's going on. Um, a lot of services, I'm like, a lot of these services been going on conference calls and things like that. And yet now he's like, oh, it's coronavirus. You know, we know we, we're not doing business in the administrative law department. You know, I got an administrative law case going on. We've only had conference calls. I'm trying to figure out why we not working there. Why are we not still, what's going on? What's the, the holdup? You know, why is the ministry of the law out of business? He doesn't have whatever it is when we've been just talking from our phones on conference calls anyway. 
Right. No one's been face to face. What do you need to be home for? I bet you're still getting paid. This government people still getting paid this money, right? Getting this money, and they not even no one's not even doing the service of the people. At the end of the day, yeah, it's and so tough. this is just you know what I mean. You know, waste of money. Um, this stuff is crazy. Well, there's one more uh, thing I wanted to talk about because we're already at, at a half hour, and usually I like to wrap it up at a half hour, but I can't let you go without talking about this year on the ballot, legal cannabis. Where do you stand on? Uh, are you voting yes or no? I'm voting no. I said I'm voting no as well. The same because there's no justice in this. Right. It's just a bad bill. You know, the 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 first thing is how do you vote for something? At first, they don't even know the rules or how, how it's being established for real. And is first and foremost, like they're going to make the rules up after they establish it. Right. It's crazy. But they're basing it on social justice. And there will be I, I truly believe that there will be no social justice. And I think that people still will be incarcerated like the four. Um, personally, I believe it's just access for, for white folks to have easier access so they can get marijuana, so they can get rich with the corporations. We don't have the corporations. They, you know, they might install one minority here or there to say they have a minority, but really, you know, they, they're a token. They're really not making nothing out of it, really, and they're using a couple of them here and there. But black folks and uh, minorities, how do you get left out of a, of a social justice um, initiative? And you're not part of it, able to be a part of it and need a billion dollars to be able to, to, to participate and be able to, you know, when really we know that all we don't need that in order to get into the marijuana market, you don't, you don't need, you know, it'll take much to get started before you can grow to, to, you know, if you have a good plan and save good and take out the taxes for the government, <laughs> hey, why can't I do that? Right. And I mean, we've got to be honest of look who this industry is built historically on the backs of who's put in all the labor who's put in the groundwork who's risked their lives and gone to jail over this industry and now the guys in suits are swooping in you know (laughs) it is not the white guys in suits who went to jail for this industry who lost years of their lives for this industry and now they're just showing up to collect the paycheck Mm -hmm. well i think that most of the politicians are taking kickbacks and funds and um support from these um, cannabis industry um, insiders, lobbyists. And if you need to check their lobby, check their money, where they get some of that money from, and you know who's supporting, why they're supporting it, and, and, and what this is all about at the end of the day. But again, we, we don't have the platforms to to inform our, our public and make them to, to get them more astute of what's going on. Uh, it, it, you know, I've seen some platforms uh, in, in Chicago where they had some of these programs where they were going to all the meetings. They had somebody, a documentary was just called. And they go to all the meetings, whatever meetings that's in a city, school board meeting, uh, the, the uh, public safety meeting, whatever meetings are going on, whatever those are, the public meetings and things like that. Um, someone goes, take down all the notes and put them on a platform, whatever it is, and put them out for people to be able to see on a website and things like that. All the things, whatever initiative there's initiating, things that they change and whatever it is, so people know and understand what, what's, what's going on. Um, that's something that's a nonprofit that the people itself had to, do, had to, to go about and, and, and put that together that were uh, wanted to you know make sure people were um, informed of what was happening. And I just found it to be a really good program and um, you know, I planned. To, I had planned to go up there to Chicago. To so Chicago, um, last year, 
can actually go apart and be a part of one of their programs and try to sit in for six weeks or something like that to be a part of the program. But I would love to be able to, to for us to have something like that implemented here in, 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 in Atlantic City, Atlantic County, so so people really can be informed if they want to. Yeah, it's a good idea because there's not good independent media in Atlantic City or Atlantic County. Like, you guys are doing independent media, I'm doing independent media, but how many of us are there that are really doing independent, non-corporate-owned media? It's not much in Atlantic County at all. Well, we have to make sure we... we we share so much with negative stuff and TikTok and this and that. We need to share some, you know, within our community, some of the wisdom of things that people should be looking at sometimes when they, you know, and it takes some of us, other people to be brave enough to say, hey, you've been talking, you know, talking about these shows. Have you seen AC411? Uh, have you seen Wine, Women in Revolution? Um, these shows that uh, are locally uh, situated where actually the regular people of the community have an opportunity to share insights from their perspective on actually on the ground, what's happening and how things are affecting people and things like that. And so, you know, many people don't know how to, 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 to utilize those social media. They we just learned to be on the compasses of, of that. So we have to be on the forefront of figuring out how to use it and make sure they get it and, and be able to use it so they can um, benefit from it. Um, I don't have the answers to that. I don't have the answers to that. That's just a theory. No, I think you're, you know, we've got to get the message out and the community needs to understand they have these tools at their hand that they can use that, you know, until really the community starts using and learning from and hearing different opinions and perspectives like you guys are doing. And like just last week, I had some people from a police abolition collective that started out at Stockton um, was where it originally and then like they released a list of demands for the police in Atlantic City. And they just got a lot of pushback, even though like what they were saying was, hey, maybe the people should be in charge of the police in Atlantic City. They got all this pushback from their for their organization when really like what they're asking was kind of reasonable, you know. is reasonable right but see more people what happens is few people will share and get the chance to to, to hear that idea probably mm-hmm. and the more people get a chance to take the time to listen to hear that idea they'll probably more or less agree with you you know whether it's you know something they agree with or not like wow you know i never heard nobody say that before and then you know what i mean you start thinking about that you say well done that's different and then you share it with someone else that maybe normally wouldn't have heard that or took that and thought people would think like that. Don't know, I'll think like that, but I would think that I get in trouble for thinking like that. Right. You know, people who are, who are, yeah, who are afraid of the stuff like that. But yeah. So, right. yeah, you know, st- stuff is, is but, my, but I really would like to see minorities be involved in Atlantic City, Atlantic County, and have their opportunities to be involved financially um as owners uh, as growers as whatever store shops whatever ideas that ultimately come up right now we're limited i thought that the city of atlantic city should have had um before even the legalization have sat down with the community and talked to the community about what they're willing to accept and what they will not willing what what they don't want and uh, present them with some ideas of what could be done or how those things could be done with taste um um, before the state, you know, figure out, you know, or someone else come in and figure out what to do. You know, I mean, we can set the market right. We can put in things where we want to have them. 
um, outside of our children and, and, you know, make the rules where we actually benefit from from having it. And you know, let's but, be honest, the know. state weed kind of sucks. The state weed is not good weed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've heard such things. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never had none. But, um, you know, uh, I've heard that. <laughs> Shut Man, I, I keep hearing that. I mean, why are they trying to keep push that on people then? <laughs> well, I think we're just about out of time for today. We went a little bit over. I like to try to keep uh, my episodes to a half hour, but it's been so much fun talking to you. And we need to keep doing this more often. We need to not go so long without doing this. Hey, next time we're gonna add weed man on the on the on the thing. Uh, absolutely. I love weed man. <laughs> to my nice listeners. Little, I watched this thing last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to my listeners, right. thank you so much for joining us again here today. Uh, we strive here at Wine Women in Revolution to be a revolutionary voice from an intersectional feminist perspective. We want those that are marginalized and beat down by society to have a chance to really say what they want and what they need and everyone deserves a, a voice and an outlet for that voice so thank you so much for joining us here today the future is yours to create go out there and create it